The podcast you're about to hear will inspire, innovate, give you insight, and take you on the wings of leadership. This is why we call it the I3L. Inspiration, innovation, insight, and leadership. Get ready to embark on the journey to greatness with Kayode Okuta. Hi, welcome to another edition of the I3L podcast. We've been enjoying ourselves the last time we went through the eight questions in which all exceptional leaders ask in order to get exceptional results. Today, I want to start another series in which I believe, because we're coming to the end of the year, and you've got to understand one or two things to be able to win in the coming year 2020. Now, if I speak to organizations or to leaders, I want to ask them, what are your plans for 2020? All of them must be in the reality of what they have. Now, today I've come to a simple conclusion that there is an unbeatable framework that will make all organizations win. Now, one of the things in which I try to do when I talk to people is the fact that because you do not do anything wrong does not mean that you will not lose in the battle for excellence. I remember one of the famous words of Stephen Ellock, the former CEO of Nokia, when he said, we didn't do anything wrong, but somehow we lost. That was very fundamental to me. We didn't do anything wrong, and somehow they lost. Now, you may not do anything wrong, and you will lose, but even if you do things that are not right, you probably will still not get the kind of results that you want. So, one of the things I do in the leadership training that I run, and which I bring to you virtually free, some of the great insights which we've gotten, is the fact that there's certain framework that can make you or your leadership have exceptional success. Now, the fundamental shifts that are challenging what makes us successful in the first place. So what makes us successful in the first place in the times past may not be the same thing that will make us successful today. And it's critical for success that performance is not just enough. So performance is not enough. Organizational health must be in place. Now, when I say performance is not enough, you must also understand that there are many times that people may be in diseased state but they do not know. They're still working, but they're carrying maybe a stage 4 cancer, and they will not even know that they're just a stage or two away from death. Now, because you are performing excellently does not also mean that you are a healthy person. And now, if you could look at that in human beings, it's the same thing that works in organizations. Now, an organization may be performing well today, but they are unhealthy. And if they're unhealthy, what happens? It shows that they are in a diseased state. Now, when I look at organizational health, it's one of the things that we will look at one of those days when we look at what are the competitive advantages that organizations have. So one of them, in my opinion, is organizational health. Organizational health. So there are times people may be in disease state, but they're still performing excellently. They're still getting results. But because they're in a disease state, it only means that their death is just only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time. So when I speak to you and I'm speaking to leaders, I'm speaking to emerging leaders, I'm speaking to people that want to have exceptional results in leadership, I also would tell you that performance is just not enough. So you have to understand that the time in which we live today is the fact that if we're not producing stunning results today, 
we might not even be in a position to be in existence tomorrow. And we may be producing sterling results today and still not be in existence tomorrow. So advantages have never been so fickle and barriers that used to protect businesses and industries have crumbled mightily. Recently, I saw Disney started what they call the streaming services. It's going to upturn everything you know about cable TV. It's going to upturn everything you know about pay for TV. It's going to upturn entire dynamics of industries. Why? Because someone like Disney entered into the market. Now, the question is this. If you've had barriers, like for instance, PSTV Nigeria has barriers, they have regulatory barriers so that you can compete with them in their talk. Now, you could watch something like Netflix, you could watch Disney Channel, and you see, you probably also will have the internet free on YouTube, and you probably would not have to pay such an amount of money to DSTV. So for DSTV, regulatory barriers that used to help them, it's not going to be in existence in the next two or three years. So you have to ask yourself, am I going to survive? How we going to survive? So an organization like that will probably need us to navigate certain terrain and ensure that they need to be able to win. And that's not only for DSTV, it's also also for the telecom industry. When basically MTN decided that they were going to get a license so that they could transfer money. And once they transfer money, what does that mean effectively? It effectively means that the fundamental reasons why you go to the bank for the transferring from money will be lost. So, what side that, I mean, regulation that is a barrier to entry for organizations will now be lost? Now, the truth is, we live in a world where barriers that used to protect business and industries are crumbling. And organizations are taking opportunities in structural certainties or they have been endangered by it. So the banks may be endangered by transfer of funds or the telecom industry also be endangered even by the internet. One of the things that used to make big money for the telecom industry was what they call roaming charges. But now nobody does roaming any longer. But all you need to do is just to make sure you use your WhatsApp. Whenever you travel anywhere in the world, you're probably still going to be able to speak to someone. WhatsApp free of charge. Amazing. So, in my opinion, if you want to have a great organization and you want to have a great time, you want to have a great 2020, there's a framework. I call it unbeatable framework. It's a strategic framework. Normally, I, what I do for organization is very simple. I do. I tell the organization, look, I'm going to charge you $10,000. Let me take you through this framework. If at any particular point in time you don't get value for it, just tell me you're not know doing and I'll let you go. Now, and I'm giving to you virtually free. The, the i3 podcast that's an amazing thing so it's one of the reasons why i think you should always subscribe to the i3 podcast and understand now what these principles i'm trying to use i'm also trying to make sure that even in your individual lives even if you're not a leader your individual life you can also use the same principle it's an unbeatable framework it's a lovely framework it's the coffee method i call it the coffee method and it's four things number one it talks about clarity it talks about alignment it talks about focus and it talks about execution Clarity, alignment, focus, and execution. So it's proprietary to, to Skylifters Nigeria Limited. And one of the things which we try to do is to make sure that you can get these things virtually at your fingertips and get the kind of results that I think that this framework will do and get for you. So this framework will ensure that you deliver sterling results today and you're also positioned to do so in the hyper dynamic environment in which you probably are doing your business today. So today I'll be starting up with the clarity model and then next week we'll look at alignment, the upper week we'll look at focus and the final model we'll look at execution. So we're going to be starting with clarity today. Now many years ago when I was in Kaduna because I schooled in Kaduna, I had a challenge of one day that my father came to pick me up and we were trying to fly from Kaduna to Lagos and 
the Katna airport was shut down because of the low visibility, because of the Habitat haze. And we had to travel from Kaduna to Jos, like we could pick a flight from Jos to Lagos. It was an amazing journey. One of the things I realized that the car was doing extremely well. The car was very good. It was one of those models of Land Rover that was excellent, you know. Like people always say there are two models of Jeep, the, the Rovers and the rest, you know. So this Land Rover was an Army Land Rover and it was very, very good. Now, on the way to Jersey, so I could take a flight from Jersey and come down to Lagos. Now, what I noticed that in Amatan Hayes as we were traveling was that the car we could not run. We could not run because visibility was poor. And visibility was poor, it meant that the resources we had, the beautiful car, the car that could go into off-road terrain, we could not use all the things required because of the fact that the visibility was poor. It was hazy. Now, most times I believe that it's the same thing that happens to organizations and to individuals when you live in foggy environments and you want to build organizational resource support it. What happens is that you have low organizational energy, there's what I call organizational stress and confusion, and the workplace will be full of drama, hidden agendas, silences, conversion ambiguity, and there'll be risks to customer experience and even the employee experience will be poor, the balance sheet will be poor, and compliance regulatory matters will also be poor. So this is the reason why I think that clarity is one of the things where organization must get right. Clarity is one of the things where organization must get right. So if clarity isn't done properly, one of the things that happen is the fact that no matter the kind of resources or resource that you have, you probably not be able to maximize your investment from them. Now, clarity is the result of making very difficult choices and then regularly and repeatedly communicating those decisions to people in your organization. Now, you would ask, what are the things I need to be clear about? What are the things you need to be clear about for yourself, for an organization, for 2020? What are the things you think you need to be clear about? Number one, every organization must be clear about their why. I remember the work of Simon Sinek when he said about the fact that Apple always thinks from the position, why are we doing this? Organizations that understand their why always, and start with their why, always win. I guess organizations that just do business, they don't know why they're in the business. Why are we here? So for me, I always tell people, and I'm going to talk to you today, is that have you clarified your why? Have you clarified your what, your why, your how? You've clarified your why. Why are you here? Why? What's your purpose? What's your mission? Why are you doing what you're doing? How are you going to succeed? How are you going to succeed? Have you clarified your what? What is important? What are you doing? What are your objectives? Now, if you do not clarify those things, what has happened is the fact that you will be building an organization that full of services, you will be an organization that does not maximize strength, and you will be an organization that works in hazy environment. Now, if clarity is endangered, confidence will also be endangered, resilience will be endangered, creativity will be endangered, and one of the things that will resolve in organization is that there will be anxiety. Now, Lack of organizational clarity, in my own opinion, is the number one reason why people do not maximize the resource or resources available on them. Now, there are many things why clarity is important because an absence of clarity will result in confusion and mistrust. Now, 
if you look at it and if you look at all organizations that are doing extremely well around the world and you can extrapolate them from different cultures different places and different environments they are always clear about what they want even countries they are clear about what they want if a country does not is not clear about what they want or what it wants it will never win take dubai the dubai experience they are clear about what they want they know why dubai wanted to be a place a business hub they wanted to be a tourist attraction and the big entire model around it now they were clear about their why they could make certain compromises because of the fact that they wanted to do it you know so in Dubai Dubai looked at it and said look you know we're, we're Muslim enclave and now but I, we do not want that that to to limit what we're going to do so they could make certain compromises now if you know your why you can make compromises in order to further your organizational objectives now if countries do not understand why are we here what will be missing if we stop being here what will be the difference we want to make in the community of nations then they will never 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 achieve they will become mediocre they will become irrelevant and i think that that's one of the greatest challenge concerning why a country like Nigeria has a challenge with do we have people that can help us navigate a why? Why are we Nigerians? Why are we Nigerians? What does it even mean to be Nigerian? What does it even mean to be Nigerian? I know what it means to be a Yoruba man, an Igbo man, an Hausa man, an Uneme man, but what does it mean to be a Nigerian? Why are we here? What difference can we make? Why can we become the pride of the black man? I remember many years ago when Nigeria used to think about the fact that they were going to be the pride of the black man. They were the pride of the black man. And what happens is that every time we take trying to take decisions, we're thinking about what will be the effect to the black man how would the black man feel when we take this kind of thing but now when we don't have those kind of wives we could probably make everybody just living for themselves now that's the problem when people don't have why it has confusion it has different things so organizations must have their wives countries must have their wives individuals why are you here why are you here why are you here if you do not know your purpose like someone said and one of my mentors always said he said if you do not know purpose abuse will be inevitable you must know your why and everything starts with why you understand what's your mission why all we miss it if you stop being in existence what value are you thinking of bringing to the table what are the advantages what are the differences that you can do and you can bring about why do you think that god created you and why do you think god has left you here you understand when you have answers to those things you are clear about your why then you cannot have clarity about your how how are you going to approach it now how talks about the things about what i call strategy and approach you understand well i mean many years ago i attended a seminar at the american Management association AMA, and the guy was teaching me strategy execution said you must always think strategy about approach 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 how are we going to approach it so ask how 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 would we approach based on the resources we have let's be clear about the resources we have if we know if we're clear about our how then we can win the famous case of david and goliath david having no understanding that look i cannot fight this battle on the terms of warfare like goliath so what do i do how am i going to approach it i'm going to approach it based on my strength and from there i would win that approach is you must be clear about your how because if you're not clear about your how you will definitely be a mediocre then what you also must be clear about the word what's important 
what are the things you're trying to do, what are our objectives, what are our goals, what are the goals we need to do now, what are the goals we need to do later. Those are the questions in which all exceptional leaders would always ask. So it's a clarity, clarity, and everything starts with what clarity. I think that all greatness always starts with clarity. Clarity about why you are here, clarity about your purpose, clarity about your mission, clarity about your vision, clarity about your strategy, clarity about the, the leverage activities that you probably need to win. Everything starts with clarity. And organizations that have clarity will always win. Now, for me and for you, as you go to 2020, you must be clear about what difference are you going to be making in 2020. You must be clear about what challenges you're facing. And you must be clear about how you're going to approach all those challenges. You must be clear about what's important and what's not important. And you must be clear about everything. Clarity wins. Clarity wins. And I think because very few organizations have clarity about their why, their how, or the words, very few organizations actually become excellent and very few organizations actually become exceptional. So next week we'll be continuing with the unbeatable framework which is available to you and your organization and ask yourself what are the things that are important, what are the about your why, claims about your how, claims about your words, and you will see yourself running or leading a great and exceptional organization. We'll be continuing next week and by the grace of God, I want you to share widely if you really enjoy this. I mean, many times people send me messages that, oh wow, I can't believe that I'm getting this thing for so free and I'm telling you the best things in life are really, really free. The best things in life are really, really, really free. And very soon we'll be putting up what I call informations on how you can reach us. If you want us to come and speak to your organization, come and speak to your company, it will We'll put this information online so that you will be able to reach us and we'll be able to take your connections through this unbeatable framework, through this unbeatable framework. I hope it's been worth your while listening to us and it's been worth your while thinking about your words, your why, your how. Because 2020 is all for you, all your content. God bless you.